Welcome to Gospel Tangents, the best source for Mormon history, science, and theology. I'm Rick Bennett. Matthew Gill is the prophet of the restored branch of Jesus Christ based in the UK. We're going to learn more about his newest scripture, the book of Rayanek. So you won't want to miss this conversation. Check it out. So I'm going to try really hard not to argue with you about polygamy, but um, can you just give some justifications why you think Joseph Smith was not a polygamist? Um, and 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 before you before 2005, did you believe Joseph was a polygamist? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Hadn't given it much thought. No, you know, it's not one of those. It's not a thing that really came up in. In I mean, obviously, we knew polygamy was around. We knew it. We knew it was there because. But you don't, I mean, I don't know about your ward, but it's not something that was really spoken about in great depth every other week at church. Yeah, not, not spoken of. No, I see, it wasn't, it wasn't something that I grew up being, you know, really, 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 really in depth knowledge about. I mean, I knew it existed, but I really hadn't given it much thought, I suppose, prior to 2005. Well, I mean, it brings up the other issue, and I don't. Are you familiar with Denver Snuffer? Yes, I am. Yeah. So one of so before Denver um, left the church, he had written a book. I believe it was Passing the Heavenly Gift, and one of the things that he did was he kind of broke Section One Thirty Two up into four sections. Now he doesn't. He's since changed. I really liked what he did there. I don't know that it's historically accurate, but the idea was, in Denver's mind, he separated the ceiling from polygamy. And that's very appealing to me because while I believe Joseph Smith was a polygamist, I'm not a fan of polygamy. Like, not at all. But, you know, I believe I believe it happened. So... It's appealing to me to, to separate the ceiling, which is given in 132, from polygamy. So do you still believe in the ceiling power, and and do you seal husbands and wives in a, in a temple? I mean, kind of jumping there. but Yeah, I mean, we don't really have those kinds of temple ordinances. Um, so I suppose a short answer would be no. So you don't believe in sealing anymore? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, interesting. No would be the answer. That's the short and sweet of it. That would be. The, I mean, we do have temple ordinances, of course, but we don't. We don't have things like sealings, marriage for time and all eternity. Don't have those. And that that was, you see. Coming out of the LDS job, see, I've been through the temple numerous times before I left the church. Obviously, I had to go before you went on your mission. So I was very aware, and still am aware, of the LDS uh, religious doctrine with regards to God, Christ, uh, uh, marriages, sealings, temple work and ordinances. You have to keep abreast of what they're doing because they're technically your opposition, aren't they? They're not my opposition. <laughs> you know, I have to keep abreast of these things because I have people talking to me all the time. Maybe if you've been, have you seen the new temple 
uh, ordinance. And I'm like, well, I didn't know there was a new temple down. Yeah, there's a new temple down. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. So, but no, we, we don't have those kinds of things in the branch at all. We have washings and anointings. And we have, that's pretty much it. In the temple ordinances we do are washings and anointings. Baptism for the dead? No, we don't. You don't do that? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, see, a lot of the things that I, we used to, I used to think was right. Because that's not in the 1835 Doctrine and Covenants? Not only that, just not, not only that, but how do you put this? Communication I've had with the Lord on the issue. So we don't do it. You see, it's very hard to explain this. See, I, I came out of the LDS tradition, so I never thought there was anything anything suspect or wrong about the endowment, marriage for time and all eternity, uh, baptisms to the dead. But when you, when you leave an organisation, you're suddenly confronted with new teachings or new things to think about. You, you sort of examine those things and take them to the Lord and say, what do you tell me about? Why am I, we, are we supposed to be doing it? I mean, I don't. I mean, any, the only way I, all I was told is you have to do it. You have to go to the temple. These are the reasons why you go. No one really explained to me the real nuances behind it. And I'm still not really clear about why the LDS church have this big, big temple doctrine type stuff. But that's just what, you know, we just don't do that. We just don't, we don't baptize the dead. We don't seal the time in all eternity. We don't, we don't have an eternal marriage principle. So, and we've never really felt the need to have one. Because we've never been told to have them. Now, if 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 God said to me, and this is all based on faith, isn't it? Because I believe God speaks to me. If God said to me tomorrow, well, yeah, you know, go and knock a few people up at the temple and do a few baptisms, um, I would have to be very, 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 very cautious about where that message is coming from because at the moment we don't do it. That's it, really. Okay. We just don't. We just don't do it. It's not something that crops up, so we don't. Okay. And then, I don't mean to belabor the point, but so, so you didn't study polygamy before two thousand and five, and then obviously because you got the declaration. We knew it existed. We knew it was a. We knew that the art, the 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 at the time we knew that everybody in the old church. Historically, it was probably involved, but nobody really taught about it. No one really spoke to you about it as a kid growing up. They just right. didn't. So the first time, the first time that polygamy really became an issue for me was when I'd left the LDS church and people were asking me questions and people were saying to me, "Do you believe in polygamy?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know, I think." And then we, you have, you have to go back and and then you study. For me, anyway, look, I know people. I know people believe in polygamy and they practice it. Some of them, and and they they hold dear to it. But um, I don't believe that Joseph Smith was a polygamist. I certainly don't believe he sanctioned it. And I I really believe that he was going to do something about it before he was killed. 
Now, people say to me, how did you get to that conclusion? Well, Joseph Smith, for me, spoke publicly on the issue many times and said, people have accused me of these things and I'm not. And, he, and they released them. Um, while they were in Nauvoo, even, they released, they released a statement. Hiram Smith released a statement saying, we, the, we are not polygamous. So my feelings, look, I either believe Joseph Smith spoke to God and uh, when he spoke to people, he spoke to them as a prophet. So I've got to believe in the Joseph Smith that was not only concealing, concealing sexual acts or extracurricular activities from his, from his, from his peers or, uh, and was secretly involved in a secret society within his own church. I just, I'm sorry, I don't believe that. I just don't believe that's the sort of man he was. You could argue, as I do with people, well, the Book of Mormon condemns it. People say well, it doesn't condemn it, it supports it. Well, you know, this is, this is one of those arguments for me that you could go backwards and forwards with all night. Which leads, on, which leads, of course, wonderfully into the, the martyrdom. But this is what we believe. We don't believe he was a polygamist. We can show that Joseph Smith publicly stated he wasn't a polygamist and the church publicly stated he wasn't a polygamist organization. That's the Joseph Smith I want to believe. It's not necessarily the Joseph Smith everyone else believes in, but that's the Joseph Smith I believe in. Okay. Um, so that's it, really. I just can't believe that the Joseph Smith I know would would do that. Sorry, I just okay. <laughs> I got a lot of videos that you, you can watch on the, that, that, that oppose that point of view, but I, I won't believe it. Yeah, I've seen many of them. I've seen many of them. <laughs> Larry Foster, have you seen him? He's not LDS. Yeah. 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 I, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful topic to get into polygamy. And and there are and, and look look that, that there are historians that can rip you apart, aren't there? I mean, they just do nothing all day but study the stuff. Right. Of course they can. Of course they can. But I, I'm going. I, I'm going on my personal feeling and understanding yeah. of them, and um, my organisation that I lead will never, ever, ever condone or support that practice. Since you mentioned your organization, um, how, how large is your church right now? Well, it's fluctuates because, oh, especially over COVID. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, you have people, well, it would, um, roughly 20, 30, something like that. I mean, it fluctuates. Some people come every week, some people don't, some people never come. So, is there just the one branch? Is it, it's 20 or 30 people? Yeah, there's just the one branch. As I said, we're very small. The good thing about us, however, is we have a big, we have a, which is probably what the LDS came after us in the first place. We have a, we have a big internet presence. I mean, we've got a huge following on YouTube. When I say huge, it's huge for us. We've got like, you know, 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. We get, we get average hits on our videos of about two or 300 views every time we put one up. Uh, we, we, we put everything up. We put sermons up. We put classes up. We put lessons up. You know, so people are aware of us. We've got the Book of Jaronet, which is being posted everywhere. I mean, we're, we're taking part, not in person, obviously, because I can't be in there, but we're taking part in a restoration a summit that they're holding soon. So, 
we sent them a load of stuff for that. And then we know, we know people are reading the scriptures, the new scriptures, and we have a big, what's the word, social media presence, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, we have more people, I would say, who engage with us on social media platforms than we do coming out on a Sunday. And what you've got to understand here is, apart from us and the community, apart from the LDS and the community of Christ, there are no, there are no other restoration organizations here. There are none. Uh, there certainly isn't any cohesive uh, reorganization movement, independent reorganization movement. There isn't, you know, people like Denver Snuffer and, and other people, they don't have a presence here. None of those, what I, what I like to call US-centric breakaways or, or, or organizations, have any presence in the UK. And that's good for us because, you know, we, you know, we've got, we've got more people to talk to. But apart from the LDS and the community of Christ, and I don't really count the community of Christ, but there are, there's nobody else. So unless you want to go to the LDS church and the community of Christ, if you don't want to go to those two, you've got nowhere else to go. Which is why people watch our videos and watch our YouTube presentations. And especially over the COVID thing, we were in there for, what, two years? Uh, you know, you can't meet people with more than seven in the house or seven in a room, whatever. And, you know, it's very difficult to conduct services on a regular basis when you've got those type of restrictions. So it's, so do you broadcast your services over the YouTube or something? We, we record we record our services. We don't record all the service because, you know, the sacrament. We don't record the sacrament. We record all the sermons, all the talks. We record the classes. My father and I, we do a, a, a video lesson every week that goes up on the internet. My son, uh, who's just turned 18, he's, he's started to get involved in doing lessons and things. So um, our, our, our social media presence is very important to us. Okay. The way we can reach people in the states. It's the only way we can reach people in Europe. So, have you had people in the states or other places say, "Hey, I want to join your church"? Oh yeah, My, yeah. We've we've had people say, "Have you got a branch? Have you got a, an organization? You know, a ward or a branch or a you know, No. Is it just you? Yes. Well, you know, that's just not enough. Get six or seven people with you, and we'll think about establishing some kind of uh, relationship and branch there. But it's mostly it's mostly people who have found us on the internet and they like what we have to say, like the messages we give, and then order the scriptures that we sell and then say, you know, what's the next step? And unfortunately for them, I say, unless you've got, you know, five, six, seven people to come together with, you're just gonna have to follow us online and pray. Um, but we've made a lot of contacts with people. So you've only got 20, 30 official members, but you've got 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, so which are kind of potential members? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we treat all of those. And we know some of those, of course, would like to be more. They'd like to come. They'd like to worship with us. But because they live so far away, it's just impossible. We say, follow us online, and they follow us online. And, and we were, we've, we've found lots of people that we, we talk to and uh, we have great relationships with. I don't know if you know the case, Jane 
Patrick McKay. I, I know of them. They haven't met them yet, but yeah. We're, we're very close with, uh, with them. They've, James has stayed in my home. They're kind of part of the JCRB, is that right? Joint Conference of Restoration Branches, I believe. Kind of an RLDS, loosely affiliated group. Right, and, and um, they were coming to the UK for some reason. They heard about our organization, wanted to meet, so we met up and we, we've really formed a, a really good, loving relationship and uh, we share a lot together and uh, and through him, through J- James really, I talked to James, through him I've met other people and uh, other people who, who he knows and they've contacted it's, it's opened lots and lots and lots and lots of doors. I mean, obviously, it hasn't. It hasn't opened. The UK is a funny place because America is very religious. I find. I mean, it's already. St- I mean, there are. There's, there's not many people, even in the UK, that go to church on a Sunday. I mean, you could probably count. But uh, and unless you're an, unless you are. A large organization that can afford to spend the money the LDS afford to spend. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult. But we've utilized the best tool of the 21st century, and that's the internet for me. It's the best tool. I can reach people far better on, uh, on Facebook, Facebook video, uh, YouTube, uh, through the website than I ever would have thought possible. So. Which is why everyone utilizes it so much because it like, enables us to talk to people all over the place, which is what we do. No. Interesting. All right, so um, let's let's go back, jump up to 2015 and the book of Rainek. Yep. And um, so, how did that? How did you get that book and translate it? Was there an angel involved and that kind of a thing? No. Um, I was given the book by Rainer and did he just drop it off like uh, Aaronek? I met him. You met him? Okay. Yeah, he gave me the book. So he was an angel? No, he's a, he's still, he's never died. He's like the three Nephites. Yeah, he's still here. Okay. He gave me the book. Now, it was, um, it was, uh, it wasn't my, it was a, it was about yay holy. Sure. Pretty big. Um, and, um, it was on, it's on like, would you say parchment, I suppose. So it wasn't gold plates or brass plates or, okay. It's like a parchment book. Uh, it's quite thick. And it was written in a strange language. Oh yeah. 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 Um, uh, it's written in the language of his mother and his mother's people from, Unless you know the scriptures, it's hard. His mother's people were from the people of Ridnon. And anyway, it's written in another language. Um, so, yes, we had to translate that. And um, I was involved. A person, uh, another, another, another elder was involved. Now, do you still have these red and blue translators? No. Oh, so... <laughs> So did 
what happened to the brass plates? Sorry to change the subject back to there, but they they they, they were they were taken back. They were taken okay. away. The work was done. It was it was taken away. We had them for we had them for a lengthy period anyway. And uh, once we'd finished, I wasn't comfortable having them just lying around because I certainly wasn't going to invite up queue to come and see them. You know, take them on the road. So um, I beseech the Lord to take them away so I wouldn't have the worry of looking after them. And that's what happened. They were taken. and So an angel came? Took them away, yeah. Raphael or somebody else? And Raphael took them away. And I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them since, so I'm not likely to. Uh, and then um, we had this big, long period. And then... We had this record given to us by, by Ranix and Jaranek, and then we spent some time translating that, putting that down. That took It took a longer, longer period of time to do that um, than it did the book of Jaranek. And then we just followed the same procedure, had them, prayed about them, invited those who wanted to be involved in the translation process to come and see and have a look. And So wait a minute. We're, we're jumping up to Rainex now, right? Okay, so an angel, no, Rainex's not an angel, he's just a human, came and gave you this book on parchment with strange writing. Yes. Did he give you some translators? No. Do you have a seer stone? No. <laughs> so how did you translate it this time? Yeah, no. Once I translated this record, the, the the translators were taken from me. So Raynek gave you some translators and then took the translators back, and the book. Yeah. Okay. So same same deal. Same deal. And just just not. You nice. still don't like to take pictures of these things. Uh, oh, I just think it's really crass. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, I'm not name dropping any anybody here particularly, but I've seen. Uh, pictures of so-called gold plates and heard stories about them. And I just think you only do that if you've got a point to prove that it's real. My argument is, look, 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 look. People have seen them, obviously. People have seen the plates that we had. People have seen the book we had, but not everybody. And they've written they've written uh, testimony of seeing them, and uh, which is... Available to people, uh, so I don't need see the need to be whipping my my iPhone out and taking photos of something that I've been told is is to be treated with a sacred reverence. I don't see the need to be doing that. Um, if if the, the story either stands or falls on the veracity of the text, yeah, the the. Our, our. You don't like to appeal to skeptics, I can tell. No, no. <laughs> you don't believe. You don't believe. But it's the same with the book. It's the same with the book of Mormon. Who used to? I'm very. I'm. I'm lucky enough to have seen the plate, the gold plates. But there aren't many people that have seen the gold plates. But you, you, you look at the evidence that's presented by Joseph Smith and the early saints, and you go, yeah, I believe in that, or no, I don't believe in that. So the book of Mormon is not true. It is true, um, and all that stands on the veracity of Joseph Smith's witness. 
and those people whom he showed those plates to. Same with us. The people that have seen those plates and have been involved in the translation, have written about it, they have borne testimony of it, and that either stands or falls. So I am not going to be appealing to, do you want to see a picture? No, we're well, never going to see one. So. <laughs> yeah, I just love to point out like things like the Dead Sea Scrolls that, you know, or even I, lately I've been looking about the Shroud of Turin. I mean, some people find these things really faith-promoting and... I, I mean, I would. I, I'll just say I would. I've written about them. I've described them. Other people have done the same. I've written about them and described them. Uh, sadly, the elder that was involved in the translation of the Book of Rayonet had sadly passed away. What? Say that again. Who passed away? Rayonet passed away? No, no, no. The, 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 the elder that helped us translate that book. Oh, okay. He was a member of our organization. He sadly passed away. And um, we only, what we have left is what he wrote down and his experience. So, you know, we treat that with the, the reverence it should be treated with. And he left it for us and uh, he commented about them while he was alive and bore testimony of them. So, but, you know. I'm not here. I, I I always say I'm not here to convince anybody. I'm just here to tell the story. Uh, you can buy the scriptures. You can read them on your own. You can pray about them if you wish to, and then you will receive a witness if it's true or if it's not true. And uh, and and that's all we can ask. That's all. That's all we can. That's all I ask people to do. So. I'm, and you can buy these on Amazon. Is that right? Or where where do you get them? You can buy them directly from our website. Uh, restoredbranch.com there's a store page on the restoredbranch.com website you can go there is shipping expensive on uh, to the US to America yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why you need to put it on Amazon Amazon makes the shipping better <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but we know we, we we sent books out to the states people are more than happy to pay the price it costs to get it there we sent lots and lots to America so we've had artworks done for all the books as well. So people get a frame of reference about people, places, mm -hmm. and events. Um, the reason, the reason um, I'm so keen to tell people about this is because I, I don't think people know that in the UK, there, we, I mean, the reason, I, the reason I link us to the restoration is because we believe the Joseph Smith story. We believe he was a prophet of God. We teach the Book of Mormon. We 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 read the Book of Mormon. Uh, um, we sell the Book of Mormon. So the only thing we have is added scripture. Well, if you took away the added scripture, took away the Book of Jaronek and the Book of Rayanek and all the other stuff, just put that into one corner. We would be like any other uh, restoration organization out there. Just that we have this added scripture which slightly sets us apart from everybody else. Uh, but look, those who've heard of it and have read it, I think it's great. Well, it's added, it's adding to the story. It's adding to, it's adding to the history and to the, to the tapestry of what goes on within the restoration. 
Um, if that wasn't the case, we would be invited to take part in restoration conferences and summits. Um, so and we're pleased with what we do. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Elder Matthew Gill. In our final conversation, we're going to find out that Matthew claims that Joseph Smith ordained him to be the next prophet. So, it's only going to be available to newsletter subscribers, though. So, sign up to our free newsletter at gospeltangents.com newsletter, and you can hear more about what we're going to talk about. That experience I had, I met Christ, saw Christ, and Joseph Smith, and... Jarrett was there, although I didn't realize at the time who he was. Thanks for listening to Gospel Tangents. If you'd like to hear the entire interview uncut, please subscribe at patreon.com slash gospeltangents. You can hear the entire interviews there. Also, check out our new, improved, uh, user-friendly website at gospeltangents.com. We've made it much more user-friendly, so check that out. Click here to subscribe, here for a transcript, and over here we've got more of our great videos. Thanks again.